Happy New Year! So glad to see all of you here today. If we've not met, my name is Bo. I'm one of the pastors here at BCF. And it certainly has been a different kind of year and a different kind of holiday. This latest variant of COVID is on the rise, and maybe you were separated from family or friends over the holidays. Perhaps some of you watching online today, I'm so glad you're with us, but maybe you're home because you or someone in your family has COVID. Over Christmas weekend, a little over half our BCF church staff tested positive for COVID. Now, praise the Lord, our entire team is vaccinated. And so they, though many have been miserable over the past week, everyone is safe. They are recovering well. I also want you to know they did not contract COVID here at church. And last couple weeks ago, when this happened, everyone got tested. Those who tested positive stayed home. Those of us who are here, I had a tickle in my throat. I have some allergy. I thought, oh no, am I getting it? And I tested, and I tested negative for COVID. I wanted to make sure I was healthy. I wanted to make sure you are safe. So we don't need to be afraid. Now, we want to be smart. We're going to wash our hands. We're going to, you know, maybe refrain from hugging. If you're feeling sick, I encourage you, stay home. You can watch online at bcfchurch.com. This past week at the church office, things looked a little different. Our four healthy staff members gathered and prayed on Tuesday morning, and we said, okay, God, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get through this week? We prayed, we made a plan, and here we are. God got us through this with his strength. We don't need to be afraid. You know, different can be scary. Change can be painful. Change can be scary. But you know what? Change is inevitable. And sometimes change is good. We want to be better than we were in 2021. You know, last week we talked about leaving behind our old hurts, leaving behind our bad habits, leaving behind our fears for the future in 2021. And this week I want to look about how we can get used to different in 2022. Because when Jesus came to earth, he changed the way the people of God worshipped him. He changed the way we live forever. Things are different. I want you to see this trailer from the TV show, The Chosen. It's a great show about the life of Jesus Christ. I want you to check this out. Let me tell you a story. You think that impossible things can happen? Miracles. I can never forget what I saw. I'm so sorry, I, I, I don't actually know your name. I'm Jesus. Are you dangerous? Maybe to some. I saw him. It was incredible. I need to know if we have a problem. The man claimed to be God. False prophecy. Again, I ask you, is there a problem? The so-called miracle worker? Jesus of Nazareth. Apparently something good can come from Nazareth. <laughs> Throw me like a stone in the water. Watch the mud rise up. 
if we are going to have a question and answer session every time we do something you're not used to. It's going to be a very annoying time together for all of us. There are righteous men on the lookout for you, and they are weighing every word you say. That's not for you. This is different. Get used to different. We didn't choose him. He chose us. I see you. Oh, I really don't like that man. Follow me, and you'll see more. That was one way, and now I am completely different. And the thing that happened in between was him. And so it's time. Let's go. I love this show. It makes me fall in love with Jesus every time I watch it. If you have not seen The Chosen yet, you can watch it for free on The Chosen app. Just go to thechosen.tv. You can stream it to your smart TV, or you can just watch it on your phone, watch it on your tablet. And you can watch it for free because someone has paid it forward. Every episode you watch is because someone else paid so you could see it. And you can pay it forward also so other people can watch for free. Thechosen.tv. Now, I love that line where Jesus says, get used to different. Because Jesus calls you and me to be different. How can we get used to different in 2022? Well, everything changed when Jesus came that first Christmas. Though not everyone realized it, it wasn't obvious right away, but our world changed because God became one of us. For the first 30 years of Jesus' life, it was in relative obscurity. Most people didn't know who Jesus was. Even his own family who knew the Christmas story, they knew what God had told them, what the angels told them. Even his own brothers and sisters, they didn't really believe in Jesus. But then something changed. When Jesus was about 30 years old, he got baptized. He went to see John the baptizer in the wilderness. Now, John was a preacher, and as a preacher, he was announcing the Messiah is coming. And the Messiah was the promised king, the one they had been waiting for thousands of years to come. And then Jesus came, he got baptized, and the heavens ripped open. And everyone there heard a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in who I am, I am well pleased. And John saw this, John the preacher, John the baptizer, he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John recognized what they were waiting for had come. I want you to see what happened next. I'd like you to take out your notes. We have our programs available as you come in the door. We're going to be reading John chapter 1, starting in verse 35. For those of you watching online, your host will post some links in the chat right now. I want you to see this. The Bible says the following day. So this is the day after Jesus got baptized. The following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. You see, John the baptizer also had disciples. He had men, people who were following him, people who were listening to him as he taught. So two of these followers, two of these disciples of John, 
They're standing with him. And as Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look, there is the Lamb of God. I should underline that phrase, Lamb of God. Just a quick explanation. You see, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, when someone would sin, to pay for that sin, you would take a lamb, you would take a sacrifice, and you would cut its throat, and you would roast this lamb on the altar. And this was a sign, it was a symbol that only through the shedding of blood could sin be taken away. But even so, sacrificing animals, it was only a temporary solution. See, even the Bible says it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Sacrificing an animal, it was a sign, it was a symbol, it was pointing to the day, one day, when the Lamb of God would come. And when John pointed to Jesus and said, behold, the Lamb of God, little did anyone know that in just three short years, Jesus would be arrested, beaten, whipped, and nailed to a cross for us. As the Lamb of God, he was sacrificed on the cross, and his blood bought our freedom. Three days later, Jesus rose again from the dead, proving he is God, proving he can give us forgiveness. You see, try as hard as we can, we can't change ourselves. And maybe in, in 2022, you made some New Year's resolutions. You said, well, this year I'm going I'm to eat healthier. I'm going to work out. I'm going to spend less. Maybe you said things like, this year I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop smoking weed. I'm going to stop cheating on my husband or wife. These are all good choices. And even last year, we said, let's, let's leave these bad habits behind. But we can't change on our own. We can't change who we are inside on our own. Now, maybe you are someone just with an iron will, and you say just through sheer willpower, I'm going to stop this bad habit. If that's the case, you're better than most of us. But that still doesn't change who we are on the inside. On our own, we can't get rid of our guilt our anger, our pain from the past. But Jesus can. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So what do we do? How can we be different in 2022? Well, first, accept Jesus' forgiveness. Jesus is the Lamb of God. The Bible says this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. On Easter, that first Easter, when Jesus rose from the dead, he was seen by eyewitnesses. The Bible says over 500 at one time saw him, proving he can give us forgiveness. What we have to do is accept it and believe it. The Bible says, to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. If you have a pen or a pencil, I want you to circle two words, believed and accepted. 
First, we have to believe that Jesus is who he said he was. And we have to accept his free gift of forgiveness. And we have to accept Jesus into our lives. Say, Jesus, come in and change me. John pointed at Jesus, said, look, there's the Lamb of God. And then the Bible says in verse 37, when John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. So there are two men with John. They've been following John. They've been listening to John. John points at Jesus and says, there he is, the Lamb of God. And they stopped following John. They started following Jesus. Now, at this point, neither of these two men had ever heard Jesus teach. They've never seen Jesus perform any miracles. All they know is John, who they trusted, pointed at him and said, that's the one. That's the Lamb of God. Today, like John the baptizer, I'm telling you, he's the one. He's the one who can bring you forgiveness. He's the one who can bring peace to your heart. could be that there's this emptiness inside. You know, something's missing. And maybe you've tried to fill it with relationships, and they let you down. Or you tried to fill it with stuff. You get a new truck, you get a new car, a new house, a new whatever, and you feel empty inside because something's missing, and it's Jesus and like John, I point to Jesus and I say, follow him. He's the one you're looking for. He's the promised one. Now, I love this. The Bible says Jesus looked around, saw them following. These two men are just following him from nowhere. And he says to them, what do you want? He asked them. Jesus turns to these guys. Now, he knows everything, right? He knows why they're following him. But he asks them, what do you want? Can you imagine if Jesus looked at you and said, what do you want? Maybe you have this, this prayer. You've been praying for years and years. And Jesus looks at you and says, what do you want? You say, Jesus, answer my prayer. Jesus, help me. Or maybe you have questions. Things you've always wanted to know. And, and Jesus says, what do you want? And you say, Jesus, I, I need to know. I need you to answer this question. I need you to help me. Well, these two disciples, they didn't do either of those things. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher. And if you go to Jewish synagogues in the, around the world today, they still call the leader of synagogues Rabbi. It means teacher. They say, teacher, where are you staying? <laughs> it's kind of a strange thing to ask, right? They don't say, Jesus, show me a miracle. They don't say, Jesus, heal me. They don't say, Jesus, answer my prayer. They just say, Jesus, where are you staying? Why? Because wherever Jesus is, that's where they want to be. Jesus, I want to follow you. And all Jesus said was, come and see. They didn't know anything about Jesus, but Jesus said, come and see. And the Bible says it was about four o'clock in the afternoon when they went with him to the place where he was staying. And they remained with him for the rest of the day. I said, Jesus, I want to be with you. And just like that, they followed him. They stayed with him for the rest of the day. And Jesus changed them for the rest of their lives. How do we be different in 2022? You accept Jesus' forgiveness and then start following Jesus today. Jesus said, come and see. 
And he says that to them, and he says that to you and me. He says, I want you to come and see. Come and see where I live. Come and, come and follow me. He didn't ask these two guys, wait, wait, how much do you guys know about the Bible? How often do you guys go to church? He didn't say, are you guys even giving regularly? He just said, come, come and see. Come experience life with me. Come and see where I'm living. And he says that to you and me, come and see. You know, sometimes I wish I lived back in Bible times. Wouldn't it have been amazing 2,000 years ago to, to walk the earth with Jesus and to see him with my own eyes and, and to hear him with my own ears and, and to touch him? That'd be amazing. But you know what? God gives us something even better. First, he gives us his word, the Bible. We have four eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life and teachings in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So we can always see what Jesus did. We can hear his words. We can get to know him. But you know what? He gave us something else too. Not only did he give us his, his word, the truth, he gave us his spirit. When Jesus rose again from the dead, he sent his Holy Spirit to live inside his followers. You see, when Jesus was here on earth, he was a man. He was a human just like you and me. That means he was in one place at one time. And he only had 24 hours in a day. And some of those hours, as a man, had to be spent eating and sleeping. So even if I was there, even if I was with Jesus physically, I would only have a small fraction of his precious time. But now he sends his spirit to live in our hearts. It means he's with us 24-7. I was talking with a dear friend this past week, and he was telling me how you know, sometimes he feels like, I don't know if I want to bother God with my prayers. I don't want to waste God's time. I want you to know, you cannot waste God's time. He has all the time in the world. He is everywhere all the time. He has all the time in the world for you. But even better than that, not only does God have time for you, he wants to spend time with you. He wants to be with you. He says to you, come and see. Come and live life with me. Come and get to know me. Come and spend time with me. And he says to you and me, come and see. Start following him today. How do we do that? Spend time in Jesus' word every day. If you don't have a Bible yet, get a Bible. We have Bibles available at our hub right back there in the back, just $10. If you don't have a Bible, get a Bible and get into his word. I want to invite you to join me in reading the book of John during this month of January. The gospel of John, the story, the life of Jesus, it's just 21 chapters. That means if you read one chapter a day, you'll finish it in three weeks. I want to invite you, read the book of John with me. Get to know Jesus Follow him. And after you read, after you read the Bible for that day, say, Jesus, okay, what are you saying to me? Jesus, how can I follow you today? What do you want me to do next? I love this. John 137. The Bible says, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of these men who heard what Jesus said and then followed Jesus. 
So Andrew is one of these two disciples. He heard John say, there's the Lamb of God. Andrew started following Jesus. He said, Jesus said, Andrew, what do you want? And Andrew said, where are you staying? Jesus said to Andrew, come and see. So Andrew is living with Jesus. He spends the day with Jesus. He sees Jesus is the Lamb of God. He is the one. He's only been following him for a day. But watch what Andrew does. Andrew went to find his brother Simon. And he told him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. See, the word Messiah, it, it means the chosen king, the descendant of King David, who had been promised a thousand years before, and they'd been waiting for this promised king to come and lead them to peace and lead them to freedom. And so the word Messiah, in, in our language, it's Christ. So when we say Jesus Christ, we are saying Jesus is the Messiah. He is the promised king. And Andrew says, we found him. We found the one we've been waiting for our whole lives. We found the one we've been waiting for a thousand years. What might that scene have looked like? I want you to see how it's depicted in The Chosen. What are you talking about? Did you run all the way from Jerusalem? We're saved. We're saved. I saw him with my own eyes. Who? It was incredible. Andrew, who did you see? The Lamb of God. He who takes away the sin of the world. Simon. We were standing by the Jordan, and John the Baptizer pointed at the man who was walking. Simon, are you listening? Yeah. Yeah, you're just not saying anything. I saw the Messiah today. The man all of us, including you, have been praying for our whole lives. Don't you even care? Was he a big man? Big? No. Rich? No. So it didn't seem he could bail us out of this debt to Rome? Maybe, maybe he was a doctor. No. So he can't help with Eden's Ima, who's now living with us, Andrew. That's just... So pardon me if I'm not exactly jumping out of my sandals because creepy John pointed at someone. You're scared. Lost everything. Burnt every bridge. It doesn't matter. The Romans don't matter if the Messiah has arrived. Anything is possible now. Don't you see? I love that line. Anything is possible now. If we want to be different in 2022, if you want to be a better person, invite your family and your friends to come and see. Andrew went and found Simon. He said, Simon, come and see. I found the Messiah. Now, Simon didn't immediately believe. He didn't immediately start following Jesus that day. That would come later. But that didn't matter to Andrew. 
Andrew found the answer. He found the one who changed his life, and he had to tell someone. He had to tell the people he loved the most, come and see. You know, we've, we do this all the time with lesser things. When we experience something good, we want people to know. You go see a movie, it's like, this is so good. You need to go watch it. We, we discover a new restaurant. We say, oh, the food is amazing. You need to come and check it out. I do it with video games. I'm a gamer. I admit it. You know, one of my childhood dreams was to fly in World War II fighter planes. This past year, I discovered this game where in virtual reality, I got a virtual reality setup. You put on the helmet, and you are in the game. And I'm, I'm flying in those World War II planes. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm flying. And what do I do? Well, I go tell my friends. I got another friend who's into VR. I said, man, you got to check this out. I talk to my brother Dallas. I buy him a copy because you need to see this. My dad came over for Christmas Eve, and I put the helmet on him. I said, Dad, you got to check this out. You know, it's the same with Jesus, only better, only more so, because Jesus changed my life. He gave me freedom, freedom from destructive habits that I thought I would never be free from. He's given me a home in heaven. He's given me a reason to live. I've got to tell people, when you've experienced Jesus, you've got to tell people. You, gotta, you can't keep it to yourself. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be learning how to share our story. On January 22nd, we're going to have a gospel conversations training. That's Saturday, January 22nd from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here in our worship center. And we're going to come and we're going to learn, how do I start these conversations? How can I tell people about Jesus? How can I share just in a few minutes my story and God's story? We're going to learn how to do that. January 22nd, I want you to be here. Let us know you're going to be here. You can register on our website, bcfchurch.com, or you can register on our Church Center app. Just say, I'm going to be there. We're going to provide lunch for you. We're going to have this training. I want every one of you to be there so we can learn how do I tell my story? How do I invite people? Because the following week, we're going to put it into practice. On January 29th, we're going to have an outreach in Mexico. We're going to cross over, and we're going to share the good news in the migrant camps. Now, whether or not, wherever your politics are, whether or not you believe these people should be here, the truth is they are here from all over the world. And we have an opportunity to tell the good news of Jesus. We're going to be going across with E3 missions. And E3, they do things different than any other mission trip I've been on. In other mission trips, maybe you go and you build a house or, or you, you go door to door, tell people about Jesus, and that's it. And those are good things. But E3, not only do you tell people about Jesus, you immediately teach them how to tell their story. So the good news spreads. A couple months ago, my wife and I, we crossed over to Reynosa. We, we got to go ahead of you and see what does this look like. Met a young man named Osvaldo. Osvaldo is a native of Reynosa. He's a Christ follower. He goes to church. And so he is taking this E3 training, and he's going into the migrant camps, and he met with a group of men from Honduras. And as he would go and he would, he would tell them the, the gospel story, he'd tell them the Bible story, he'd ask them, okay, what did you learn from this? 
And then immediately he would have them go and tell the same story to others. He immediately starts training them, how do I share the good news of Jesus? Before you know it, there's a church of Hondurans in the migrant camps in Reynosa. And then they may get their visas and they go on throughout the country. They may go back home, but wherever they go, they are spreading the good news of Jesus all around the world. Now, if you want to be part of this trip on the 29th, you do need a passport. And unfortunately, it can take anywhere from five to 11 weeks to get a passport. So if you don't have a passport yet, you may not be able to come on this trip. That's why I've been talking about this for months, by the way. But whether you come or not, whether you come to our training on the 22nd or not, you can still tell your world to come and see. We have these invitation cards all around the room. So you can invite your friends, your family, your neighbors. Say, hey, I want you to come and hear about Jesus. He's changed my life. I want you to come and see. Come check this out. I had a neighbor move in next door yesterday with SpaceX. And I said, hey, do you have a church anywhere? I want you to come and see. And he said, well, we're not really church people. And I said, that's okay. We're a church that reaches those who don't usually go to church. You'll fit right in. Come and see. Invite your world to come and see. Be like Andrew. Tell your loved ones that you found the one. Now, it could be that you have not yet experienced the goodness of God. Maybe you haven't come and see for yourself. It's, it's hard to tell people to come and see what you haven't seen. Jesus loves you. He's the one you've been waiting for. He's the one who fills that missing piece in your heart. And like John the Baptist, I point to him and I say, there he is, the Lamb of God. Follow him. And Jesus is talking to you today and he says to you, come and see. Come and follow me. If you've never followed Jesus before, won't you come today? Just tell Jesus something like this. Just simple words. I'm going to put them on the screen. It's important is, do you mean it in your heart? Will you believe and accept? Just say, dear Jesus, just right where you're seated, just talk to him. Jesus, I'm coming to you today. Right where you are, maybe watching from home. Say, Jesus, I'm coming to you today. And I believe, I believe you are the Lamb of God. You died for me. You rose again. Then just say, Jesus, please. Please take away my sin. If you ask him, he will. He'll change you. Invite him in. Say, Jesus, please come into my life and change me. And then say, Jesus, I will follow you from now on. If you say that today and you mean it, he will come in. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, if you made that prayer today, please let us know. We want to pray for you. We want to encourage you. We want to get you connected to God's people. On your connection card, just mark, today I have decided to give Christ control of my life. Now, maybe you've done that before. 
Maybe you've already invited Christ in and you're saying, well, what do I do now? How do I follow him? I have some suggestions. First, I want to encourage you, watch The Chosen. This show, really, it makes me fall in love with Jesus every time I watch. Just go to thechosen.tv. But then I also want to encourage you, get into God's Word. Read the Bible story for yourself. I want to invite you to join me in reading the Gospel of John this month of January. It's 21 chapters. Just say, starting today, I'm going to read a chapter a day. I want to get to know Jesus and say, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to invite you to attend our Gospel Conversations training, January 22nd, 9 a.m. Let us know you're going to be there. You can register on our website. You can register on the Church Center app. Then finally say, I will invite a friend or family member to BCF this week. Take some of these cards. You don't have to say much. Just say, hey, I want you to come. Come and see. Come check it out. In a moment, we're going to sing one more song together. During this next song, I want you to spend some time talking to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I want to follow you today. Give me the faith to follow you. Let's do that now.